0: Oh,
1: that okay. I don't yeah. know why everybody feels nervous cause, uh, because it's just whatever. We're just having a conversation, I'm though.
0: Telling you, man, the jitters always come around. That's what, the, <laughs> you know, right? right? That's what
1: the shot was
2: for, bro. That's what the
1: yeah, shot yeah. That's was why. For. That's why we offered some alcohol to our guests to just kind of loosen <laughs> them up, you know. But I mean, you'll you'll see that throughout the conversation. You'll be comfortable, dude. Honestly, it's not. It's nothing crazy, for you sure. know.
2: Me, me sure. and Alan were just having a conversation about basketball players, and he was like all day kobe all day and i was like kobe's dope but you can't ignore steph curry you know oh
0: man you on the kobe and steph talk for sure yeah <laughs> oh, but you guys are more like the new age because i'm like michael jordan days you know you got to give michael jordan mj prop. is man he was that's where it was at bro uh
1: i got my opinions about mj i mean I'm, like people would say oh was who's uh, better mj or kobe i'm like i'll go with i say kobe I say Kobe He's, <laughs> He's, hypnotized. He's hypnotized bro He's hypnotized Kobe, Yeah I you know, say Kobe co-
0: Copy that jump
2: shot You
1: know a little bit but. I think he did it better man Michael Jordan Michael Jordan played against High school science teachers oh, Well no, no offense to any High school science teachers there But I'm just saying He just played it He didn't play against Good competition
0: He took it to another level Yo
1: the weather is getting A lot better I could see the weather Getting better Better already I mean it's still low key pretty hot but
2: but, but that, that nice breeze, though. The ni-
1: yeah, the nice breeze. I, you can feel it at night. At yeah. night and a little bit in the morning, too.
2: Yeah. For, I walked outside one day, and it was just super, super breezy. So I'm like, yo, is this Florida, bro? Yeah, yeah. for being so Florida. early, too, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I was like, this is like what we pray for. And we get like two days of throughout the whole year.
1: Exactly. So woke up this morning, hit up Nick, be like, yo, we should record another podcast. I have a great um guests that i want to bring on and we just got it together this is a great night for a podcast and great night to have our fourth episode and we welcome in johnny jimenez owner of medical prosthesis and hair designers i appreciate
0: it appreciate it appreciate the love
1: yeah man i definitely wanted to bring you on bro because he just to let y'all know he is my barber (laughs) <laughs> All right? So, he is my barber. He always hooks me up with some fresh cuts. You know, I go biweekly uh, to go see him, man. And, you know, we always have some good conversations. And he has a really interesting story on how he started his business. And I really want him to, to bring him on so he can share with everybody on what he's been through and some of his thoughts on how the industry is with, um, in the barber industry and the hairstylist industry, man. So, johnny bro welcome in bro um i know you just got out of work man so i know (laughs) you must be pretty tired
0: oh man thank you thank you very much um gotta say alan thank you uh really very humble for uh uh, you bringing me out here and um you know having some interest on outside of just being your barber and i gotta say that you know your your style compliments my barbering anyway so you (laughs) know uh i just give it a little bit of a uh, a little Johnny touch with with the skin fading in the barber world. So, um, but again, I appreciate you. invited me out here with my perm (laughs) yeah Yeah, you got them jerry curls man they be rocking man all the girls they 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 dig that Uh, i'm actually i'm actually
1: cutting my hair off soon man i'm gonna i'm gonna chop it off next week bro you got that bowl cut (laughs) hey nick nick i ain't trying to be like you with that bowl cut i see you (laughs) cross right there bro
2: Bro, my barber needs to you know nah give give me some attention right now before i go to new york next week Oh, are you going to New York? Yeah, man, I'm going to New York. See the fam. Oh there's shit, a, that's I, dope, bro. There's a wedding yes, I was nice. invited to, so we're gonna go over there too. Nice. Um, this is the start of fall, so you know the weather is gonna be cold, but it's nice. You know New York weather. Yeah, the, they different.
1: they actually have autumn, yeah. autumn fall over there. We don't have that. It's just straight it's summer all the time. Hot.
0: Bro. It's Summer all <laughs> the, <laughs> <laughs> the time. It's, it's, gotta it's be getting better. It's cold hot. out there already, right? Yeah, it's like sixty
2: degrees and below. Wow. So I'm, I don't have no jacket, so I'm going to see what was really good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to bring some extra lotion.
0: You got to watch out when you, like, turn the, the corner on one of those little alleys and stuff, man. That wind be hitting that hard. Wind <laughs> <Ooh. Mm-mm-mm>. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Johnny, we want to know about you. This podcast is focused on you. So tell us a little bit about your background. Uh, oh, man. About me. Oh, I tell you, you know, little old me. It's, uh, it's been a great journey. It's been a great journey to be in Southwest Florida. Um, kind of raised here from the from when I was little, about 11 years old. Um, I moved here from uh, Puerto Rico in Camden, New Jersey. Um, you know, I was in Puerto Rico for a couple years, and I'm so grateful for my father to be able to take me out of America and kind of bring me into the heritage of, of the islands, you know, and uh, kind of learn my own uh, culture where I really came from you know from being my parents they are like immigrants kind of coming into the states when when they were little you know like two three years old and whatnot so um, when I landed here pretty much in my early years at, at 11 um, I was new to southwest Florida and and I remember when, you know, 41 was pretty much like only two lanes pretty <laughs> much so. Yeah. yeah, it's it's grown, man. It's grown for sure. It's a, it's a beautiful place to be at, too. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. the, yeah,
1: we've talked about this in previous episodes how the development is actually like it's skyrocketing compared to when I was here just 5 years ago. I moved here 5 years ago. I came to school here and yeah, like there the development has been going on. Like I remember living by in Estero like by Miramar outlets there's like hella like there's like apartment buildings they're building a new bank out there like there's hella stuff it's going on it's yeah. crazy what's going
0: on the construction is like I mean I, I just seen a, a, a article just today my father was showing me he was like th- this is actually Fort Myers is the number one retirement place in America yeah right I, read now, I, dude, I read that I read at that this I, moment
1: I read that on Wink News yeah so, you it, know what I also saw too I saw that supposedly Fort Myers is like the best city to drive in. That there's no crazy drivers here at, out of all the U.S. Do y'all do y'all agree with that?
0: Dude, that's crazy to think yeah. of. <laughs> I yeah, I know. I'm know just the like, reason why I
2: could agree with that is because like after ten o'clock, no one's out on the streets really.
0: That, like that, you it's know, breezy when you're driving. You got through. a point there. You know, we like everybody's trying to like kick it down by you know. You don't see traffic like after 2 yeah. uh, p.m. like that. So heavy. So, yeah, maybe, you know, everybody's already chilling at the crib, you yeah. know, versus or, like
2: Tampa or Orlando will be driving at like 8 o'clock or 10 yeah. o'clock, you in traffic for days. Miami,
1: Miami is insane. Every time of the day, any time of the day, it there's a lot of traffic. It could be Saturday like at 1 o'clock. There's hella traffic. I'm just like, bro, it's not like it's not like that here at yeah, all.
2: I, sure. I went to Miami like a couple of weeks ago and I was getting so pissed off because it was like we were downtown in Brickell and it was just one lane that was open uh to where we were supposed to find parking and it was just backed up for like that's so how, far,
1: that's how it is sometimes in Wynwood, yeah, or South Beach. Bro,
2: it was horrible. horrible. Like I was sitting in traffic, trying to you know, my leg was shaking, my anxiety was going on. I was trying to listen to music so I don't yeah. think about it, yes, and it was man. just crazy, man.
1: We need you for this podcast, bro. Don't hurt <laughs> yourself. <bro>. <laughs> <laughs> right? For
0: sure, for sure, man. I couldn't even imagine like how people you know coming from Miami and then coming to Fort Myers, the difference of how that 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 um, daily traffic or even just living, pretty much, man. It's, you, you can notice difference.
2: them. You can notice them because they don't want to speed in all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. Alan over here, Mr. Speedster.
1: Ah, uh, <laughs> no. Only ticket I've gotten was because I didn't wear my seatbelt. Never a speeding <laughs> <laughs> ticket. I can't speed much in my Corolla. <laughs> Dang, you know what? No been, horsepower. I've been
0: lately a little bit responsible. I say, man, I I don't think I've had a speeding ticket for. Oh man, I, I think like maybe two years now. I'm going on a little bit of a roll. Yeah, 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 look at that For Look at sure. you cleaning up, bro. You know, I see you, bro. over here, you know what I'm saying? It's kind
1: of good. I mean, <laughs> you do got your own shop, but you got your family. I mean, oh, man. I, mean I know those, I know those now, help bro. you get yeah. the, that responsibility <laughs> mindset know. a little stronger, I bet, we right? We
0: have to, we have to, man. We got to hold those standards a little bit higher now. <laughs>
1: yeah, so, hey, bro, I know you are an owner of your own shop, which is not only a barber shop, right?
0: Yeah, no, no, for sure. It's um it's kinda like what some people have come come up to me and said, Man, what's your shop? It's like a hybrid shop and yeah, that's pretty much what it is now. It's more of a hybrid shop. It's something that um it's not uh, just one thing that we do. We do very um it's a variety of things. Um basically what what we were able to uh, accomplish over the years with education in the past eight years, myself personally, was uh, was uh, not just learning the barbering field, but also learning the hairstyling, women's hairstyling, um, and that helped me out a lot throughout my career. You know, whether I was a beginner, um, you know, which I felt that I was, I'm always a beginner. I, I feel always that I'm a rookie. You know, I approach everything as if i'm a rookie every day you know because there's always a new learning lesson um that, that we always learn but um yeah well the, the men's uh, grooming women's hairstyling design hair tattooing and then cranial prosthetics that's what we uh really uh put into effect a, yeah
1: and it's a lot i can see it's a lot different from your traditional barbershop too mm-hmm. yeah yeah so before we get into into that more what drew your interest into becoming a barber and a hairstylist?
0: Whoa, uh, what drew my interest, man? Uh, you know what? Uh, it, it's very simple. It's kind of like the simple story of, of, of most barbers out there. Like, I just started cutting hair for myself, um, cutting my own hair when I was like young, 14 years old. Um, and then I started cutting my family's hair, you know, cutting out the garage. Back of Mama's um, porch pretty much <laughs> in the lanai next to the pool and stuff like that. Every Friday night I would invite my, my cousins and friends at the play basketball for like five hours or whatnot. We're dead sweaty and say, you know what, Johnny, come give me a haircut, man. Um, and I was like, all right. You just messed them up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it was straight bowl across yeah, the really head. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was it was all it was all great, you know. It was all good. It was all fun, love, and 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 they let me do the my thing. So um, that's how it started, man. Just straight up like that. It's it's you know? funny because like
2: when some of my friends I know that I like to cut hair, they're like, Yo, I'll cut your hair, mm-hmm. you know, let me let me practice on you. I'm like, yeah. you know, I don't know about that. Yeah. I like I like to have my hair sir away I'm kinda <laughs> see, see
1: if I can wear a hat to work, I'd probably do that, but I can't wear a hat to work. So I'm like, I can't risk that. That's why I go to Johnny. <laughs> Johnny knows my hair. He knows how to he knows how to get me fresh you know so you
0: know i had some really good friends back then let me tell you yeah, <laughs> yeah. you need <laughs> I, I feel really like every every
1: barber hairstylist needs really good friends like that that yeah. are willing to risk you know their their swagger and yeah, all that sure, so they're like, all man. right i'm gonna get fucked up these next like 10 haircuts <laughs> for, <sure. laughs> for my boy to be good yeah let me yeah. tell you
0: you know it, and at the beginning it, it wasn't it was all like a learning curve i i, I didn't know i was gonna be a barber whatsoever at all is not what I was like thinking about you know my parents always installed in me um, and then friends and groups around us was like you know you got to go to college you got to go to school you got to go learn something learn a profession you have to um really focus in the in in, in uh, a professional field so to me barbering was never in my mind until um later years after I got out of uh, high school Um, I did some construction for many years. I learned a lot in construction, and that was very beneficial, by the way. Um, Construction was actually really good for me at at that time. And, you know, I was making actually some good money, too, for being a a young kid in construction around here because, you know, Fort Myers was booming. Southwest Florida has been Mm -hmm. booming for so long now, you know. So construction has always been good. But um, sadly, I fell off a ladder. Couple times, ripped my rotator cuff, you know, so I had to rethink um, what I was gonna do for my career after yeah. that. Yeah.
2: Bro, if I fall yeah. off a ladder, you're not seeing me for, like, at least a week because I'm going to be, like, having yeah. nightmares. Like, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, sure. Falling
1: falling on your bed? Like Bro, no, I, I
2: have nightmares of just, like, falling from the
0: sky. I can't yeah. imagine falling <laughs> from a fucking ladder. Dude, it was probably, it was it was actually kind of scary at the moment. How, really? Really how, far, how, far, how far up were you? Yeah, I was actually, like, 10 feet up in the air, dude. Jesus yeah, with, like, 150-pound window. Jesus. Yo.
1: Yeah, that's that's pretty. Yeah, that's it was intense, steep. That's man. pretty steep. Let's, let's crazy. thank the
0: God that
2: let's thank God that you only tore your rotator cuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing else. <laughs> he was definitely looking out for you that day. When you, you cut you, you said it happened twice.
0: It actually happened twice. The first time was um was the ten feet in the air, and then uh, yeah, actually, man, crazy story. I've went on working like that and now my arm was completely out of place Oh my god! and then um, I just kept on working I was like man there's something really wrong but you know I didn't want to say anything I was just like man I, I, what am I going to do but long story short I went home that night I was like, you know what, man? I got to fix this. And I just held my arm and I popped it back in. Oh, God. So, and then I felt good after that. I was like, all right, <laughs> screw it, man. We're going to go back to work. It. it was cool. Bruh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Crazy. wild. That's wild, bro. Crazy. I don't know if I'd be
1: able to do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't want to <laughs> tear my rotator cuff, <laughs> yeah, but <nah>. that, <laughs> that shit's wild.
0: I, it, it really was. It's kind of like a more of a movie kind of scene in a sense. You know? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, nowadays something, like that,
2: nowadays, something like that happens to someone, they're mm-hmm. like, immediately, what? workers comp <laughs> like there's no for question sure. about it like i'm getting workers comp i'm people would want like anesthesia
0: for something like that and johnny just here just like all right let me just yeah, put it back yeah, to place Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah that's what it was and then i just went the next day went right into work kept on working a year later here we go again i kind of slip off a ladder it just slips right underneath me um and this one was a four foot ladder but my arm was at a different uh position so it ripped it another way and then that's when I was like, dang, I think I need some surgery or something, you know. So long story short, we got surgery and... Um i started to rethink my career i was like man i don't know if i'm gonna be doing construction and wanting to fall off ladders all the time you know <laughs> you know my clumsy ass is just doing this uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, basis, i don't mean to laugh bro but <laughs> 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 Yo, we're, keepin', we're keeping ladders away from johnny you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, do not put me <laughs> on a ladder I, I ptsd just think you had a ladder <laughs> i'm too tall and big for that <laughs> shit you know bro, where, were, not... where were
2: those friends you were talking about yeah. bro? why yeah, weren't they holding bro. you down bro yeah, yeah.
0: They weren't. They weren't there at that time. <laughs>
2: it's interesting that you brought up that concept of like your parents having that mentality of like you gotta go to college, you gotta go to college because that's a very common, you know, a uh, uh, thing at least from um, uh, parents coming from Puerto Rico because my yeah. parents did the same exact thing. Like yeah. I, if I didn't go to college, like I didn't even think of like any other options. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and I felt like it was drilled in my head so mm-hmm. much to the point where like. If I didn't go to college, I was going to be a loser or something. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, I went to college and everything. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it's not true. Mm -hmm. Um, I kind of wish, you know, sometimes I would have just, you know, stuck to a specific trade. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I don't regret my college experience. But like for our listeners who are listening who Mm -hmm. are not in college, don't let someone drill that into your head that you have to Mm -hmm. go to college because you really don't. You could be
0: a success without having to go to college. Mm -hmm. Like, look at Johnny here. Well, I mean, we're we're just in our journey now. We're early into it, um, and and to relate more about that message is, um, and I was thinking about this coming over here. I was like, man, you know, this is kind of like an honor. You know, I, I got I got these college kids from FGCU that I've taken care of for so many years that are actually inviting me over to their house, and and they um they awesome podcast uh, interview here. You know, I feel very humbled. I've Feel very um, um uh, grat- you know much gratitude towards this. So appreciate um, you, bro. Definitely, definitely. Thank you again for want to make sure you guys know that. You know, feel very honored. Um, and uh, uh, about the schooling, man. Like you know, I've always you know what really pushed me to do a business. To tell you the truth, and I, I probably I'm telling you guys straight up here face to face. Yeah, man. Be like, straight ble- up, friends, yeah. Be blunt, be, be yeah, blunt yeah, with us. Yeah. I admired you guys you guys going to the university going to school while I never had that chance because I went a different route because I didn't, I wasn't the biggest studi- studious kid you know I, I liked to. you know I did my studying I just wasn't really into the school at that moment in my life you know it was later on that I was in the school and that's when I started going into barbering cosmetology and stuff like that. But for college kids, the university, I was like, man, you know, I was rejected at FGCU. You know, I actually signed up to go to FGCU and I got a letter and they said, you know, the classes were full. So I don't know if I got there too late or I don't know if my GPA was good enough or whatnot. But it was um, it was like an eye opener. It was like, man, you know what? It, to me, it was like, man, you know. Uh, was I meant to go to school? Was I not? You know, uh, and because my parents drilled that in me. So um, that door closed on me, but um, I was able to to say, you know what, I'm just going to figure out what I'm going to do. And I just went on my own path. But my, what I'm trying to really relate to you guys is like, I always admired you guys. Why? Because Um, education and the dedication of the years and the sacrifice that you guys do um, or anybody does when it comes to education whether in a trade um, schooling uh, certification whatever you know it takes time and effort and it takes only one person can do it only you you know so nobody else can do it for you you know and um, for the university kids straight up that's a major admiration because it's it's at least anywhere from two to four years at least that you have to dedicate your life and sacrifice your life to do that, which will always, no matter what, help you in the future, no wow. matter what Wow, you
1: bro! Wow, that's that's amazing, bro. Straight up, that's that's amazing. That, that's real, bro. That, so mad love to you yeah, guys that, for sure. Yo, that, that hit my heart, bro. Same, I'm saying that you shit, bro. Like, I I appreciate that, man. No
0: doubt, we definitely. No doubt. Appreciate God that. bless you guys, man, in your path. Because, God bless you, bro. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that's what it is. Education. To me right now, the biggest thing is education. Um, You know, people talk about, you know, oh, how to be millionaires, how to make money, how to, you know, everybody has this scheme or this plot or this, you know, thing that they rehearsed over and over and over again just to put it on either social media or to put it on, you know, whatever um, in the world that they're going to put it up on. Um, And, you know, education equals money, you know. Or you got to get money to get education to get more money. You know, that's just what it is. You know, it's a cycle. So if you stick to education first, eventually you're going to get that money. Or you need to work hard enough to get money to pay for some more education to get yourself some more money. And that's just what it is. Right. And the education
1: doesn't necessarily need to be with school. Because (laughs) in your case, the education that you said you worked in construction that ended up benefiting you um, yeah. in actually trying to open up the shop, because exactly. I remember seeing your Facebook posts. Exactly. Fe- seeing your Facebook posts and trying to open the shop, and you were there yeah. painting. You were there, yeah. You know, doing construction. Whole, construction, yep. right? Yeah, yeah. I know you had contractors too, but yep. But education like that, just just learning stuff every single day, or just just challenging your mind, right? And that yeah. was
0: that was something major, and that was actually. When I was um, detoured from schooling at 18 years old, um, you know, I felt a little bit of rejected. But you know what? I feel like, you know, the man above kind of like said, you know, this is not your time here. You know, you got to go this way, you know. And he sent me that way. And man, you know, by learning the construction stuff that I was doing, I did windows and stuff like that. Um, And I learned a lot of angles. I learned a lot of measurements, And guess what? After four or five years from that, uh, that's all I do now in hair is (laughs) angles, geometry, measurements. You know, that's that's actually crazy how it works out.
1: Crazy how it all works out. Yeah, it's
2: it's interesting that you had said that you admire us because. Mm. Uh, as being college students and us going to the barbershop all the time, you know, mm-hmm. get haircuts, we would see the hustle that the barbers would have, especially mm-hmm. you. I knew I knew you would like get mm-hmm. haircuts in and out and there'll be fire. Yeah. Like every single time I go into the barbershop, I see someone leave your chair, your chair. Mm-hmm. And it's just a fire haircut walking out. And I meanwhile, there's that. other barbers that. in there who are taking a lot longer for the same yeah. type of, you know, detail. And mm-hmm. you do it
0: super fast.
1: Yeah. I knew I knew um, I knew Johnny was always quality because. Before we started cutting my hair, he cut my brother's hair, Marvin. Yeah. He always used to cut Marvin's hair. Oh, Marvin's a
0: good dude, man. Yeah, miss yeah, him, yeah. Miss him, man.
1: Yeah, he, yeah, so I'm like, Marvin's always about, like, getting a fresh haircut. So if he goes to Johnny, he trusts him. I'm like, okay, this guy's quality. This <laughs> guy's quality. Yeah, sure. I know, I know. because um, I met you at Twin Cuts. Yeah. Because I know you used to work at Twin Cuts, the one in yeah. Gulf Coast Town Center. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I remember y'all had a good team out there. you had a good squad yeah. out there, man. I know... Y'all, y- y'all were pretty funny, man. Some really good quality barbers there. Yeah,
0: it was it was awesome out there, man. It was it was a great opportunity that I had later in my career, um, and uh, yeah, I mean, getting into the barbering world when I started going st- switching up from uh, construction to going to school now for barbering cosmetology. Um, it took me about a year to go through school with that. And um and I was realizing you know that I was doing a lot more girls hair and stuff like that than what I thought. You know, I thought I was going to get into more like guys hair. So um at that moment, but really, you know, I was just gaining the experience at home with my guys um with with my uh friends, you know, and family and stuff like that. Um but yeah, I was learning learning a lot, and then I had these great opportunities, man. I, I got to tell you I was in every path that I took I was blessed also um, I was lucky in in the sense you know I was um, right time right place at the you know I was always at the right place and right time I guess you could say you know um, I learned from amazing amazing artists in the industry you know when I got out of cosmetology I went into um, uh, this place uh, at Gulf Coast Town Center, which was Salon Adrian. Um, and that was yep. the, the oh. first spot that I ever went to. And Salon Adrian was uh, a, a great starting point for me. Um, I met this, uh, the lady that owns that, um, Jerry Church, and, and uh, all the girls that, that work with her um, over time. And I was lucky to, to even have that opportunity. You know, the, my teacher at school from cosmetology, she came up to me, pulled me to the side and said, hey, Johnny, you know, um, I got to tell you, I have an opportunity for you. But, you know, this is something really serious. And so since the moment that she told me that, I was like, all right, this is serious. So <laughs> I got to take it like that. And um, when she when I went over there, I was like, oh, wow. Gulf Coast Town Center had just started. It was maybe like two, three year development. Um Salon Adrian was like one of the first salons and, um, and it was very prestigious, very prestigious salon. It still is, you know? So I was like a little intimidated when I got there, but it was a great opportunity. I learned a lot. Um, and from there, uh, I wanted to search my barbering a little bit more. Uh, then I was directed to this other spot that was called the Cutting Zoo, um, And that was very famous at that time. And there was a lot of barbers that were making barbershops that were coming out of there that were very famous themselves. Um, So I was there for a short period of time, maybe about a month. And then I was directed to this guy named Ivan. Ivan, uh, nowadays they call him Chico Booms. Um, And he is an amazing artist that travels the world and stuff like that. And I was able to see uh, his work and and be by his side for, for a couple years and and that, that was some good stuff that I learned there. Um, and, and shortly after that, uh, my hunger for the game started to develop more and more. And uh, I went to Salon Adrian again. Or actually, I heard that Twin Cuts was actually opening up. And they kind of opened up at the same time with with uh, Booms Barbershop, which was very famous at the time. And we yep. were all there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there was these two great powerhouses that were growing in the city. and. And, um, and, and I, I met Sean Casey at the time, and then uh, he was opening up the Gulf Coast Town Center area. And, and I said, you know what, this is the perfect opportunity. Let me go back to Gulf Coast Town Center. I can work with Salon Agent. I can work with Twin Cuts. And then I can learn, and then I can uh, you know, create reputation out there. And I was already cutting some FGCU kids up all the way in Fort Myers. So it just made perfect sense from there on. Dude, Talk about yeah. hunger, yeah, talk about yeah. hunger mm-hmm. right there, bro, yeah. like
1: you to risk it all, basically to just get your dream yeah. accomplished, you know, well, sure. you didn't know it was gonna be your dream until you know you kind of fell into it after yeah cutting yeah your like your friends and every friends mm-hmm. here, and all that, but well, I don't think that's it was serious a dedication, bro, yeah.
0: I don't
2: think yeah. it was a coincidence either that those opportunities you know. Yeah. appeared for you yeah. because you know i'm a true believer like if you are a good person yeah. and you know you do what you need to get done the opportunities are gonna yes. be there for you
1: yes i i 100 agree as well yeah
0: it, it, it was you know it, it, me looking back you know it's like wow i see how every moment meant something every moment meant you know the the, the world for me you know um and I was, it was just special times. Every, every part of it, every journey, every person I met, um, every artist I met over time, and I still meet. Uh, it, it, was, it was a blessing and, and I learned so much from. So when I, when I got to the Gulf Coast Town Center, you know, I just, I really focused. I really started like trying to practice, you know, and, and really get good with my craft. Um, and still to this day, it's It's a major focus that that I have on I always try to practice always try to get better um you know there's this this never ends never yeah. ends one of the things that actually caught my attention what
2: you were saying earlier is how you're always learning yeah. and as, as someone who's been through um the university system you're kind of taught you know you need to always be learning something new or learning something that you're passionate about and the fact that you're still learning and now you're an owner mm-hmm. of your own shop and you're still taking the time to practice and learn that that that's stuff that other people aren't doing you know mm-hmm. what i mean and yeah yeah sure. yeah
1: so you learned all that through cosmetology and being a barber and that led to medical prosthesis and mm-hmm. hair designers so yeah. I was following your page while you were getting to open up your new shop, and I remember getting haircuts at your own house. Yeah, because you were in the process of opening up that shop. Wow. So I, so I'm trying to. I'm kind of curious because I'm pretty sure you have more of a story to tell than (laughs) what I know. Um, Yeah. So I wonder if you can share on how you were able to open medical prosthesis and hair designers I know it was one hell of a roller coaster, that, right?
0: That man is <laughs> whoa, it's a story in itself that that I could yeah. take probably um, hours, hours to explain um, the process of building your own brand, um, mm-hmm. building a, a storyline of of um of a new kind of thing uh, in a sense of like, you know, Hair, pretty much, it's been done for thousands and thousands of years, right? You know, um, we, we have however many years of human existence. So, you know, we've been styling our hair for so many years. <laughs> so we're always learning and we always do the pretty much the same thing, but we just make a new way of doing it. Um, and that's how hair, hair is. So the story of medical prosthesis and hair designers, um, it's basically a story of how a medical uh side of the world comes in together with hair designing so um, medical prosthesis is is just a prosthetic a prosthetic is is um uh, a medical measurement of a of a limb that is connected to a body part and that's basically simple terms uh simple terminology on explaining that um so what we do as hairstylists, we make a cranial prosthetic, um, which we make a custom-made hair unit uh, of measurements, um, and uh, we pretty much set, you know send it to to be made, and then we install it for any client or any person that's going through a congenital hair loss. So that's whether either they're going through like. Uh, um, disease at the moment that is causing their hair loss or medication that's making their hair loss or just alopecia areata. That's a a very common thing as in the medical field that happens to people. So it's, it's, it's an honor to be able to do that for, for our community. Um, And and it's something that's special because not that many people know how to do that or, or able to accomplish it. Yeah. I'm sure years ago, like, people wouldn't even consider something like that.
2: Yeah. Um, like, oh, I'm losing my hair. Okay, I guess I'm going to go bald, mm. bald was probably the only option that they had. But now you're, like, kind of opening that option for the people here in Southwest Florida to, like, you know, have that hair that they had when they were younger. For or sure. Or even have yep. that hair that they had before they lost it. Yeah. And, and knowing hair, like, me having some pretty nice hair, I think, my mm-hmm. hair kind of compliments. You do, you did. You guys are good hair, bro. <laughs> <laughs> <for sure. laughs> that that hair kind of makes, you know, the at least in my opinion, kind of makes the whole fit. Yeah. And like without my hair, I feel like I would be a totally different person, in my Man. opinion.
1: Yeah, I always I remember a couple of weeks ago, I go to Johnny and I told him that I was having a pretty tough week, and I go in and get a haircut, and immediately right after the haircut, I just feel. I feel relaxed. I feel great. Like, it. it's just, I don't know, I don't know how to really describe it, but, it's just an, like, a good sensation of relief, yeah. you know, that, and it changes your attitude a lot. A haircut can do wonders, it can do many powerful things.
2: And it's more than just hair itself. Right, The right, conversation, than, mm-hmm. you know, the the relationship you're building with your barber, every time you come in, um, all that stuff, you know, contributes to the overall, like, Environment that you're um, partaking in, so.
0: And barbers, you know what? Barbers really have to take that um, into pure consideration on how they're performing themselves and how are they looking behind the chair, and what are they talking about? Um, how are they making their clients feel? Um, that's very important, man. There, there's so many barbers that, and and we all kind of, kind of relate with each other. Um, we, we don't say we're just barbers anymore. We're we're psychologists, we're best friends, we're uh, husbands, we're uh, the wives, uh, sons, daughters, you know, all of that together in one. And we take care of our community. You know, there people come to see us 10 times more than they see any other service industry out there, you know, even their own doctors, you know, like you guys see us way more than your dentist, you know, um, and, and that's something special that we got to hold on.
2: I was reading on online the other day and i saw that like at least for the past like eight years mm-hmm. barbering as an industry didn't really take you know a down downward uh, fall it's been yeah. stagnant for years and it's actually increased because mm-hmm. of like the individual services that barbers are now including in their actual field of work so like it's not just a haircut anymore. Maybe mm-hmm. a haircut and maybe yeah. your eyebrows need to get done. Or yeah. maybe like a
0: haircut and you need to wanna to dye my, your hair. It's or my
1: little tiny mustache that I have. <laughs> 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 <Right>. It's <laughs> a full
0: service, man. Yeah. We gotta make everybody look pretty and feel good. That's our job. That's that's what we're supposed to do and and it brings back all the, the great spirits and and um that's it, man. That's a man's makeup is is the haircut.
1: So in your shop you do Surgery. You cut men's hairs, barber, and you style women's hair. <laughs> well, where, do you, where, where, <laughs> where well, else? The, you,
0: yeah, the, yeah. The prosthetic is non-surgical, so this is it's a non-surgical part. So okay, yeah, okay, we okay, don't do. We don't you don't know, take you the, know, the brain you out. You don't that. take any <laughs> brain. <the> <laughs> 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 you don't yeah. have. You don't put the lab coat on, or yeah, do any incisions or anything. No, no, we're not that level yet, dude.
1: But that's. That's the first thing, like, I mean, that's, like, the first time I've heard of something like that yeah. around the area. Even even in Miami, I, I don't think there's a shop like that, yeah. honestly.
0: Well, um, it, it's starting to become very popular now um, in a sense of, like, guys are actually being okay with talking about it, you know? So, um, because barbers are kind of, like, making it cool, you know? Barbers are, are kind of, like, a little bit of iconic iconic um, person to a small little community next to them, you know, because they dress good, they they smell good, they look good in a sense, um, you know, be, because they're always stylish and, you know, and, and they're bringing that that kind of um, that aura to to everyone and and um, and, and it's something special. So, uh, th- yeah, that's what we do. We we try to make people look good as best as we can by giving them an awesome haircut and and all these extra little services that we're doing now um the especially with the with the medical pro- uh, prosthesis the cranial prosthesis it's becoming very famous oh man dope I would always think of <laughs> barbers as like trendsetters
2: because I remember even from a young age I had to beg my dad to take me to the actual barber because he wanted to cut my hair himself and yeah. I was getting made fun of at school you know everybody's like, like bowl, bowl look, look at that bowl like, cut like my lineups weren't fresh like, look at I was that like dad you're look at taking that me to the barber you're paying that money because I'm not getting made fun of no more I'm going to be over here looking fresh because I remember when I was younger the first girl that like complimented my hair was <laughs> when I just came from the barber and he curled up my hair for me and she was was like, oh, I really like how you look with curls. I was like, from that day on, curls all day, every day. Hey, <laughs> chicks dig the curls, they man. They dig the they curls, dig it, bro. <laughs> they dig it for
0: sure.
1: Hey, so I know you said earlier how you're always learning. You love education, you yeah. know. So I know you went through a huge learning curve with being a boss and being an owner of your shop. Yeah, I know that comes with a lot of challenges um for a lot of entrepreneurs out there um so can you give us your experience on you being a new boss and the challenges you have dealt with and how you have um overcame those challenges
0: wow that's a, that's a great question man uh you know opening up the shop you know transitioning from being just a, a barber behind the chair um and then going you know, doing all the construction and doing pretty much, you know, everything, everything um, in a sense uh, with the construction stuff, kind of like by yourself, you, you you, become a general contractor, you become an architect, you become kind of like an interior decorator. So there's so many things that you start becoming when you own your own business. Um, and one of them is being a business manager. And uh, for so many years, you know, I um, I was in in shops and areas where I wasn't really trying to take that super lead as a manager, but I always sat back and looked at the managers at that that time, um, and the and the business owners. So I always admired how they did it. I always watched them. I always listened to what they said. I always uh just just sat back and, and look, and uh, and and uh that that all helped me in a sense <clears throat> helped me now which um I, every day it's a learning curve you know because you really do need to to start being a little bit um uh aware of people's situations and people's um uh personas and stuff like that so now you deal with the different personalities so you have to uh, understand where where people are coming from um, and uh, their work ethics. You know, not everybody's going to be on your same level, um, in a sense. Um, and some people can be either, even further uh, at your level, you know, than, than you are, being a brand-new business, business, business owner. So, you know, always having a humble attitude is just basically like what everybody, every true entrepreneur says, have a, a, a great work ethic. Um, and, and, a humble attitude is, is the best way, but, you know, at the end of the day, you also have to be a little firm. Sometimes you have to be firm on what you stand by, you know, um, have good morals in a sense, uh, integrity and keep that strong because you can't have it bend. You know, if you, if you start being too lenient in any which way, you know, you, it's definitely going to reflect somewhere. For sure. Yeah, because
1: then they start taking advantage of you, right? It could, it yeah. could,
0: you know, depending on, on you know, the, the the person or or the time.
1: Yeah, I get you. So, yeah, so because you're, really, cause you're a really, you're really good guy, you're really cool. You like to be cool. Uh, with everybody I appreciate it. you. Know, I just, yeah, you, you know, like that. to be cool. You like to be cool. With everybody, yeah. but if you are only that as a boss, yeah, then people are gonna try to take. Um, advantage of your kindness, and me personally, like I have a great boss, yeah. you know I don't take advantage of him, but not yeah. everybody's like me exactly not everybody's yeah. like me, yeah. and exactly. you you're right, you gotta be firm and you know and yeah. sometimes it, for people who are really nice in general, yeah. that's really hard for them to do
0: yeah, yeah. M-
2: these characteristics that you're mentioning, like confidence, humility. Uh, hard work ethic. These are some of the top characteristics that um, owners of companies look for in their employees. But those are just the top characteristics of just being a good human being and being a functional civilian in in, in this world. Um, But back to some of the experiences you've had as an owner. Um, Studies show that failure has a big effect in how someone you know learns from certain situations. Can you th- think of any like specific times in which you think that you may have failed, or you may have you know didn't pr- didn't do something that you thought you
0: should have done later on when you reflected on it? Whoa, failures! Oh man, I fail every day. <laughs> man, <laughs> uh, not with me, not with my <laughs> hair yet, bro. Not with my hair yet. <laughs> Shoot, man, you know I. You know, I, I, I pray every day, man, for for um, uh, a good mentality in, in a sense of of having some type of wisdom um, and, and, and decision making, you know. So uh, that, that's a major part of my daily thing, um, you know. So the biggest thing in, in life, man, like, like you said, is it's just basics, you know, common sense, really. Um, uh, but good morality, you know. If you have that, um, and good work ethic, I think you can. Uh, any person can succeed in any industry, you know. Out here, um, we, we, you know, backed up by good education. So uh, the failures that I that I've had, yeah, you know, the uh, failures, you know. There's there's haircuts or um that can you know probably go a little bit. Uh, sideways that I wish I could have done better or, or hair color or, you know, um, timing, you know, uh, on, on taking care of clients. That's, that's a daily thing. That's a daily thing. Uh, being an employer, um, knowing how to relate with employees now, knowing when it, where's the boundaries. That's where I feel maybe I could have done a little bit better, you know, um, knowing where to, Keep the relationship as, you know, friends or as a business owner and slash boss in a sense. You know, I don't really like to call myself a boss. I just like to call myself like just another um, uh, working partner. Um, and that's humble, that's, bro. That's humble. That's yeah. how I you, feel. You don't like to call
2: yourself a boss that's, in front of your employees. Yeah, no. You know, I'm like, I'm a boss, I'm the, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I,
0: I, you know, to tell you the truth I Try not to um, get that mentality. Mm-hmm. I look at myself, and I'm really hard on myself, dude. To tell you, to tell you the truth. But that's how Straight you're gonna up. get better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always looking at myself. You know, like, man, don't don't be too cocky. Don't be, you know, I'm always looking at, at like, my Facebook posts and stuff like that. Um, Instagram posts, just like, man, did did I say anything that that seemed a little bit too egotistical and stuff like that? You know, I always try to wash out myself, watch for for my wording and stuff like that, you know, because I really just want to inspire people, man. I I, I don't, I'm I'm here uh, to learn and inspire and be inspired, so... I like so, that
2: self-awareness, man. Yeah. Not many people have that self-awareness. Yeah. Some people just, you know, do what they do and don't yeah. even look back. So the fact that you have that self-awareness is a huge major key. But I want to kind of yeah. transition into, like, the area of Fort Myers yeah. um, in Southwest Florida. Do you think that Fort Myers in Southwest Florida is kind of designed for entrepreneurs? Like, do you think that the listeners who are listening right now, who are thinking of
0: owning their own businesses,
2: have a strong chance given this environment?
0: Well, seeming that um, according to the economy, you know, wherever there is a lot of construction going, you know, then all other fields go, you know. So it's it was always based. I remember when when I used to do construction, you know, everybody told me, you know, oh man, as long as we're working, you know, everybody the, the money's gonna filter around the city. Um, if if we get slow, then you know, a lot of things start getting slow. That's talking about the construction area. So as I see, um, Fort Myers, yes, Southwest Florida is great. It's a beautiful area. For the 20 years that I've been here, that I've kind of been raised here pretty much more than any other place, I haven't seen such growth anywhere, you know? Um, I come from a, I was born in Camden, New Jersey, so it was a, a big city that was already established for so many years. And then when that happens, look what it becomes. You know, I don't have to really go on that Camden, New Jersey story, but, you know, people can see it for themselves. You know, so now we in Southwest Florida, across the world, you know, everybody's kind of flocking to this area. And I got to say, you know, FGCU University did a great jump for us on that as well, you know, besides of all the people coming in. You know the uni- university gave us a little bit of a, a little kickstart too. At the mm-hmm. same time, because, mm-hmm. um, um, you know everybody started flocking because of the Dung City and all that stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dunk Dunk City. City. You already go know see you go Eagles. <laughs> yeah,
1: man. Yeah, I know you, you're really a big ambassador of like yeah. FGCU. I know you partner with the uh, lacrosse team. Is yeah, La- is actually, it lacrosse? Yeah,
0: yeah. We we actually sponsor yeah. FGCU lacrosse team. Yes, yeah, sir. Dope. Yeah, which is awesome. Uh, I'm big on sports, you know, anybody. I was never a, a big sports guy myself. I always try to do sports, but I was never had all that talent whatsoever at all. Right, so, I got crossed up or not? I mean, Yeah, <laughs> man, you know, I got be, crossed be. up a couple times. Well, you're a quality artist, at least, you know. <laughs> hey, yeah, no, uh, yeah. for sure. That's for sure. where I found my talent at, for sure. Um, but yeah, sports um, is, is big, you know, and that's, like I said, you know, that, that gave us a kickstart, you know, to our area. So for any entrepreneurs that are looking into um, building in Southwest Florida, for sure, man, there's a lot to do here. Uh, It's all about just networking, understanding your craft, understanding who you are, um, and work little by little. Everything adds up. Everything adds up, you know, um, from education, from the smallest years. And I wish I could have just started thinking a little bit more of a business mind, from when I was uh, younger. But I never had that business mind until I knew I had uh, at least some small power of education. So um, then I started realizing that, you know, maybe I could do a business. And then I started building my own brand, and and one thing led to another. Uh, and again, I got to go back to the FGCU, um, university, education. I'm going to talk about it, and I will keep talking about yeah, it. Yeah, 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 of course. Because... Uh, I was never, I would have never built a brand if it wasn't for Florida Gulf Coast University and the SBDC program. So that's something big. That's something that a lot of people don't know and never knew. Um, so, um, and, and actually in all of America, you know, if you actually look in your own state, um, there's programs in the universities that um, small businesses, uh, entrepreneurs, uh, are able to go to the university and get counseling and uh to to build your own brand or to help you develop whatever you want to develop or guide you through your building process of your own business so that's something special education university is amazing
1: Dude, yeah yeah that's that's interesting you brought that up cuz i don't i don't know how many people know about the what was it the S- SBDC program SBDC program
0: business development um like S B D C small business development uh, curriculum career, center. something like that. Yeah. Center, center. It's, center. it's gotta be like center. We'll figure it yeah, out. we'll figure it, it <laughs> out. But yeah. the point
1: is, yeah, there is something FGCU and I think other institutions that do help you yeah. with building all those small businesses and helped you out.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm it's just glad my uh alma mater was able to, you know, contribute to your success. Sure. Because
0: that just makes me more of a of a proud alumni. Yeah. Definitely, definitely, man. It's it's something special. Uh, Like, You know, when when I was rejected by FGCU because I wasn't able to get there maybe either on time or I didn't have enough GPA at the moment. I don't know what it was. I forget. But um, I know the classes were filling up really quick. But when I was rejected, I said, you know what, man? I know I'm going to be a part of FGCU one day. Mm -hmm. I know I will be. It Mm -hmm. might not be today but it's gonna be one day yeah and here we go uh 10 years later you know mm-hmm. i was taking care of all you know pretty much all the kids at fgcu and um and now i'm, I'm definitely affiliated with it and they helped me build my own brand so that's awesome yeah. man
2: that's definitely awesome that's um, great.
0: As we kind of you know wrap things
2: up here, we want to get you just general outlook on the certain things. So number one, we want to kind of just get your opinion, and we talked about it already. It's just how you think the barber industry in Southwest Florida is right now in this current state. Yeah, I know. Like, and good.
1: really, and really like in general, like yeah. the barber industry and how you know barbers know are trying to get growing. their business nowadays and all that.
2: Yeah. So.
0: Well, the barber industry is something humongous. Um, Beauty, the beauty industry uh, is creating uh, billions of dollars of revenue a year. Billions. Um, So the beauty industry is pretty much one of the best industries to get in. Uh, It's a trade system um, which comes from with a lot of talent and a lot of work ethic behind it. Uh, So any young barber that is really uh, looking to get into it, it's an amazing career, it's fun, it's cool, it's hip um, and, and it's a great way to, to show your own creativity. You can be your own person and you're going to develop your own talents and everybody has their own niche and everybody's strong in one point and could be weak at others but uh, we're all here to help each other out and develop each other and um, and the barber game is strong, just like the cosmetology, too.
1: Is that, a, is that ever too late for somebody to start uh, trying to look into being a barber or a yeah. cosmetologist?
0: Uh, to me, no. You know, I see there's uh, barbers uh, coming into this, uh, going to school at, you know, ages of 40 and up, you know. Wow. Um, yeah, so crazy. it's all up to you how, you know, how much work and time you put into it. How much, um, you know, the circumstances of life, everybody has them. So uh, really, it's how much love do you have to give for for this industry? Because uh, this is a major part. You got to have a lot of love for this. If you don't have the love, then, you know, it's going to become a little bit more of a work um, burden on your shoulders. But um, that's why you need to really know that, that, you know, it's something that you want to do, something that you want to get into. Um, and then we have enough talented barbers in Southwest Florida for you to um, uh, get a mentor with and, and learn from. So
1: Yeah, I've, I've thought about becoming like, well, cutting hair and learning how to cut hair. I just never got into it because I always end up falling into some other stuff like getting my full time job and all that. And uh, I went to school, you know, I got my degree in finance. But I mean, I'm 23 years old. Um, And, yeah, the reason I said because I'm actually interested in trying to learn. I know it's going to take me a long time to actually get good because we've talked about it before how it is tough. The industry is is tough, you know, cutting, you know, consistently cutting good, you know, because everybody's hair is different. Everybody's, you know, head is different
0: at first. Yeah, it it is, man. It really is. In the first couple years, you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's definitely a lot of work. I remember when I first was in school, I had about three jobs, you know, and I was cutting hair. So, you know, you're gonna put your hours in for sure. But one thing I did was never give up and I always sought out for the best education around me, being around the best. So as long as you get to be around the best and you um, create the revenue, uh, you know, whether, you know, being at barbering or, or, or having another job. Like, all of us have, have done it before. You know, all the greats, you know, have always had a couple jobs in the beginning, and then they, they really developed themselves until they built enough skill to be consistent. So that's what it takes. That's what it takes to be a barber. That's what it takes to be a stylist. Um, and, um, and, yeah, we're here to, to educate.
1: Yeah, and that's really good advice for the younger, you know, barbers and stylists that want to you know go on this journey to become you know there to become an established barber and stylist you know want mm-hmm. to own their own business like johnny so that's really good quality advice mm-hmm. absolutely
2: yeah. um so johnny can you tell us a little bit more about like your specific business where is it located how can our listeners find it
0: oh for sure man uh mphd uh for short medical prosthesis and hair designers uh we're located at 18011 South Miami Trail in Fort Myers, Florida, 33908. Um, you guys can call us anytime at the office. It's 239 466 0009. I'm there Monday through Saturday. We're a seven day uh, uh, open during the week, seven days we're open. So um, we're always there, anyways. But I'm there Monday through Saturday. And you guys, we're located. In San Carlos, in front of San Carlos Park, probably about, maybe about six miles away from um, FGCU, and uh, we're in the Stero area, so um, it's awesome to be a part of the community, um, and it's it's a blessing, so.
2: I, I really sure. like that area. That's by a Tiki Bar and Yeah, Const- Tiki Bar, that's a hot and spot. And McDonald's over the, there. The
0: Planet Fitness right mm-hmm, there in that mm-hmm. Plaza Suncoast Bank. Mm-hmm. They got a
2: good and, Italian spot there, too, right? Um There's a pizza spot.
0: Oh, they, well, that's still supposed to be coming soon. Oh. Uh, we're hoping that it comes. Um, we're hopefully hopefully they get there, um, but they're still working on that. Okay, but okay. they got some uh, great spots there. They got the Spice Club, and they got Haney's Cafe. Haney's Cafe is like a mom's and pop's type of uh, breakfast and lunch, which is amazing. It's awesome. They got such a huge clientele. You know, they um and sometimes huge. they
1: go to you after after they eat they're like all right bet let's go get a haircut <laughs> yeah, yeah for
0: sure i gotta stay away from that spot man <laughs> yeah, i'm starting to gain yeah. a couple pounds man that's, that's why not... i had to move away from l house bro <laughs> l, i went to l
1: house a lot man <laughs> me, my, me melvin and soli always used to go to l house man and i got i got that's how i got my love handles the start of the love handles that
0: i always <laughs> talk about every episode but yeah. but that's why we got Planet Fitness right there next there door, too. So yeah. we can run it off. So get, get that you got to have yeah. no excuses. You got to yeah. get that 30 minutes of cardio
2: a day. Right. You got to get, sure. get it. But uh, on this show, we like to ask a final question. And this question has to do with Southwest Florida. So you ready for this question? All
0: right. <laughs> All right. I so, guess so. I might have an answer. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
2: if you were going to give a toast to the future of Southwest Florida, what piece of advice would you want to provide to those listening?
0: Oh, that's a good question, man. A toast, a piece of advice um, to anyone listening to this show. Well, I, I see that the show is, is based upon kind of like entrepreneurship in Southwest Florida, um, how we develop ourselves out here. So um, anybody can learn from anybody else's industry that they're working in, Um the The basics of everything is great work ethics. Um, um, having good morality that I'm sure goes with any industry. But um, uh, if you listen to any entrepreneur or any person that's trying to do something positive in their life, um, or uh, have a good social structure, um, you know they have definitely have a great, great advice to give. So any little word or uh, any little um, uh, advice that that we give—it's it, great for anybody to learn. Um, networking, um, listening to other people—that's uh, what I did for so many years. You know, I would just sit back and listen. You know, and then now uh, we are where we are. So, for sure,
1: outstanding, bro, outstanding, Johnny. I will see you next week to get a haircut, bro. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Man, looking okay. hella, I'm looking yeah. hella scruffy right now. <laughs> okay, I'm, oh, I'm, 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 I think I'm chopping. Um, all my hair off I think i'm going back to this short fade just because it's, uh, sometimes it's a little annoying to maintain it but i'll go and see you and to us listening go ahead and visit johnny medical prosthesis and hair designers great experience there and you got some quality barbers at that shop as well man so awesome. go check Thank them out yeah yeah and then for anybody else listening outside of fort Myers, man go show your barber or your hairstylist some love man Absolutely. Honestly. for sure yeah
2: johnny we
0: appreciate you being on the show this is episode four so we still in the beginning stages ourselves oh, thank, you, so. thank you so much for having me man it's a blessing and it's an honor so like i said i, I admire you guys uh, so i thank you for for having me on the show Absolutely man So we'll have all your information on our post When we
2: upload this uh, episode Cool, can't wait to share it Yeah absolutely Uh, If if anybody listening wants to follow us You can follow us on social media Our IG is Toast to the Goodfellas That's Toast the number two The Goodfellas Our Facebook is Toast to the Goodfellas There you can leave us feedback Send us links If you want to be part of our podcast You can email us and share your story I'm your co-host Nicholas
1: I'm your boy Alan
2: And we got Johnny
1: in the building
2: it was Toast of the Goodfellas Toast of the Goodfellas Out. y'all